This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. This is MLB.com Extras, Cleveland Indians edition. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined by Jordan Bastian. Welcome to the couch, buddy. What do you think of this couch? I, I want some of these MLB.com throw pillows for my home couch. These are nice. This is nice. Yeah, this is a good look here. And we're calling this the Couch Travents, right? Couch Travents. Yes. Uh, all right. The Indians. Yeah. Everybody's wondering if the Indians are going to trade a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at these winter meetings, but in, in general this winter. What is the latest as far as what you're hearing from Chris Antonetti and, and Mike Chernoff in that regard? Um, when we spoke with Antonetti and Chernoff yesterday, you know, they were pretty adamant that, you know, they've set in his words, a pretty high bar for their starting pitchers, just especially given the way the market has developed uh, this winter with some of these free agents. So there's a lot of teams consistently calling the Indians, talking about Carrasco, talking about Salazar, probably even Bauer. Um, You know, these guys are young, they're controllable, they're affordable, and they have uh, a lot of upside, a lot of talent. So a lot of teams are coming to call them, but the Indians are not shopping them. They're They're not actively calling other teams um, trying to, you know, use these guys to, to get other guys. There, there has been rumors about, you know, talks with certain teams, you know, maybe Arizona with A.J. Pollock, you know, center fielder, uh, you know, who would be, obviously be a help impact the lineup. But they're not shopping them actively, and they would prefer to address their offensive needs without subtracting from that rotation. And they've, they've made some moves in that regard, minor moves, of course. Uh, they, they claim Joey Butler off waivers right. from the Rays. Uh, they acquire Colin Cowgill from, uh, from the Angels. Now, in Cowgill's case, that's obviously more about the defensive end than the bat. But talk about these two guys and, and what they bring to the equation here. Yeah, I mean, a couple guys that will fight for their uh, jobs in spring training. Um, with Michael Brantley out, you know, they need just as much depth as they can, um, as they can get. Brantley will be out for probably, uh, likely all of April, you know, looking like maybe we're going into May. Um, but what... Uh, Antonetti has said is he wants to get as many options as he can and get them into the fold to try and make up for that loss so it doesn't sound like they're going to necessarily try and get that that one big addition and I think that's part of the problem right now is because you know Brantley's coming back so you have to kind of keep that in your thinking that if Brantley's coming back in May um, you know you don't want to necessarily get a guy who then all of a sudden they're fighting for playing time or trying to figure out how to allocate the at-bats. So uh, I think Calgill's a guy they like for potentially all three spots. Depth guy, he could face left-handed pitching. Um, Butler had a decent offensive season in the time he was up with the Rays last year. And they have some uh, non-roster guys that'll be in camp as well and some prospects that are coming quick. So that's another thing they have to keep in mind. You know, with guys like Zimmer and Naquin who are kind of rising fast up the ladder, you don't necessarily want to do a, a long-term commitment in center field when you know you might have a stud prospect on the way. Right. Um, and talking about Brantley's timetable, mm-hmm. that's obviously been a topic of conversation <laughs> yeah. at these meetings. The minute uh, Antonetti and Chernoff and the rest of the guys in front office landed here, right. they, they uh, see these reports uh, via Peter Gammons that uh, it could be August. They were a little taken back by that. Um, you know, there, there's always information flowing in this game, and, and 
my stance is that the truth is always somewhere in the middle, but mm -hmm. they do seem pretty adamant that uh, his, his timetable has not changed since the surgery was announced. Right, yeah, and he'll have a, uh, he'll have a checkup this week while we're at the winter meetings. He's going to go back and revisit with the surgeon who did his shoulder operation. It's his non-throwing uh, sh shoulder, so they don't think it'll be a DH-type situation. And the expectation, yeah, is the same that they said at the time of the surgery, that April or May um, is the hope. And, I mean, he's going to have to go through his own spring training and, and kind of give and take, so we'll see how long that takes. It's one of those things we don't know as we sit here today when Michael Brandt, you can't circle a date on the calendar. Yeah. You know, it has to see how he goes and how he progresses through spring, but uh, people within the front office, within the medical staff, Antonetti on the record with us here on day one said nothing has changed in their expectation of his timetable. Well, and even if that timetable is correct, and, and you know, to your point earlier about you don't want to go crazy for an addition when you know he is coming back, but right. at the same time, I mean, this, this is a team with a history of slow April, so you, you, you kind of want to put some emphasis on, on the mm -hmm. importance of that first month, especially knowing one of your star players is, is not going to be a part of that. Right, and I think that's why they're trying to address upgrading the offense. And that might not necessarily be in the outfield. Right. That might be third base or first base slash DH. You know, uh, they're trying to find different ways. So they have to get that outfield, outfield depth up to make up for the loss of Brantley, and maybe they can find another way to upgrade the offense. Let's take it both of those spots you just mentioned. Third base, first of all. Uh, we know free agency is, is pretty weak there. I mean, Juan Uribe might be a, a fit for them from a veteran standpoint. Uh, but Brett Laurie in the, in the trade market is a guy who would seem to make a, a lot of sense for this club, a lot of sense for, for multiple clubs in the AL Central, in fact. Um, what are your thoughts on Laurie as a, a potential uh, addition there at third base? Yeah, the more I think about it, the more it does make sense, especially because he's not controlled for uh, an extensive amount of time. This yeah. is a guy who, if you're not sure about Giovanni Urshela, well, who he is as an offensive player, you know, Laurie's a guy who could bring you solid defense and you have a little more, I guess, major league expectation of, of who he is as a hitter. Um, so obviously that would fit in that regard. So the Indians are among the teams that have expressed interest there and it'll be interesting to kind of keep an eye on because he is a guy that kind of would fit in that particular area. And then uh, the whole first base DH uh, situation. DH, we know Terry Francona values you know, versatility and, and also the ability to use that position to help guys coming back from an injury, like a Brantley, if, if that's the case. Um, and yet there, there are a couple interesting names out there that give you no value defensively. Pedro Alvarez, Chris Carter, but, but could give you a boost offensively. Um, do you see them potentially committing to somebody who basically doesn't have a position? Yeah, we asked Antonetti that uh, on day one here. That was basically because of the, the rumors about Pedro Alvarez and Chris Carter that they have expressed interest. And, you know, when Travis Hafner was no longer part of the team, you know, they spoke very, you know, uh, I guess emphatically about not wanting to have a full-time DH. Like you said, they really liking that versatility, ca carrying guys who were so versatile that they felt like they had a 27-man roster, not just a 25-man roster, and not wanting to be pigeonholed. But they're at this point, as we've noted with this offense, they're kind of around league average, but when it comes to slugging, when it comes to isolated power, they're bottom third in the league. Yeah. And the home runs are bottom third of the league. So those are things that they'd like to address. And if those guys make sense, then they're willing to do it. You know, they have Carlos Santana, uh, who could play first base. They have Chris Johnson, who could fill in at first base. Um, so they have the ability to use that spot to address the offense. Um, it's just what's the cost going to be? right-handed versus left-handed do you see right-handed as a priority or is it more like a tiebreaker if they're looking at a couple yeah, different I don't, I don't think I think this team has consistently shown in recent years that they're not uh, falling you know towards that right-handed bat meme that goes around Indians Twitter <laughs> you know I think uh, 
we saw last winter with the addition of Brandon Moss. Granted, as we sit here today, it didn't work out, but that was a guy who was a left-handed power hitter, and they thought his splits were even enough where there was potential where that could work out. In the end, it didn't work out, but that was another example of them sort of prioritizing offense, not handedness. One last thing, Jason Kipnis in the outfield. Not going to happen, right? Not going to happen. Uh, yeah, we asked just because of the temporary nature of Brantley's situation, yeah. we floated that with Antonetti. Like, would you even consider, you know, you have Jose Ramirez who could play second. Maybe you could run Kipnis out for a month in left field. Uh, and they just said that's not even under consideration. It's, it's been too far since uh, he played the outfield. And they don't like that idea of having him to bounce between the positions. They said it's harder uh, in reality than it sounds. So, no, that's not something they're considering at all. All right, Kip, you're safe at second, dude. We want to thank Jordan Bastian for joining us. I'm Anthony Cash. For instance, this has been MLB.com Extras, Cleveland Indians edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.